your life before reason and analysis. Lots of people talk about the unconscious, and Judith and I certainly do. After all, our commitment to help you to overcome the fear of being fabulous is rooted in awakening you to the powerful childhood roots that can be holding you back. That's why today we're addressing your life and all that influenced you before your brain was capable of reason and analysis. Because only with the capacity to reason, analyze, and question can you own your own life on your terms. The pivotal age in question is around the age of seven and can even go up to 10 or 11, depending on the trajectory of your brain development. It's during that time when a child's brain is finally and for the very first time able to enter a developmental phase known as the age of reason. At that time, there is finally sufficient neurological growth in the temporal and frontal lobes of the brain to allow for the expanded cognitive capacities required to reason, question, and analyze reality. Prior to the age of reason, we all accept the life we find ourselves in as appropriate and unquestioned. And only during that developmental period can it be said that the individual is capable of being conscious and in command of their own mind, if it's allowed in the family and culture they grow up in. Hi, this is Judith Shervin. And I'm Jim Snikowski. And we are both PhD psychologists, best-selling authors, executive coaches, which we do as a team. And we've been married to each other since 1988. The easiest way to think about your unconscious mind is to realize that everything that happened to you from the time you were conceived until your mind achieved the ability to reason was taken into your unconscious mind. Your mind that was not yet conscious, not yet able to decipher whether what you were told and what you experienced was valid, relevant, and accurate to who you really are. So then, as you continue along your life, all too often your decisions about who you are, what you are allowed to do and be, are being governed by all that early unquestioned programming. For example, when my fourth grade teacher got married, she invited everyone in our class to attend the wedding. I was the only one that didn't go. Why? Because my parents didn't believe in church and I'd not yet questioned what it meant to be in a church for a wedding. I assumed it was wrong, so I didn't go. And for me, growing up in the rough streets of lower class factory working inner city Detroit, it was no surprise that my father had been a member of the pop bottle gang. That is, they fought with broken pop bottles. What might have been a surprise, if not for my unconscious roots, was that I joined the Royal Lancer Street Gang when I was about 13, where I was a misfit trying to belong, but in many ways merely mirroring what I knew my father had done. As Jim has told me many times, he had no business being in a gang. He would have been a better fit in a writing workshop, a dance class, or a theater group. But these were unheard of in Jim's family. So think about the family culture you grew up in 
especially what you remember about it before you were seven years old. Bring to mind the attitudes your parents and their relatives held about worldly success, money, politics, speaking up and being a leader, travel and other cultures, romantic relationships, sex, and any other areas of life that matter to you now. Now, consider in what areas of your life have you been able to analyze and question their beliefs in order to arrive at your own points of view and when you are perhaps still in unquestioned lockstep. We are not suggesting you need to stop speaking to your parents. Certainly not. We are suggesting you may need to evaluate or reevaluate the values and lifestyle norms you inherited in those first seven years of your life. As you know, we are focused on helping you and everyone who listen to our podcasts to overcome the fear of being fabulous. And by fabulous, we mean to live your most expanded self-styled excellence on your own terms. So take a moment and think about some belief or behavior that you are still maintaining that goes back to your very young, pre-aged seven reality. For instance, one of mine is what Jim and I call PPS, Pig Pen Shervin, because I learned at a very early age from my Depression-era mother that you should never, ever waste food. So whenever there's a bit of something left over, I'll eat it rather than let it go uneaten and put in the trash. And for me, and this one is a pretty funny one, I hate haircuts still to this day. Why? As best I can tell, it's because when my mother started cutting my hair, and since my hair was curly, she'd leave it nice and long on the top so she could make what were known as sausage curls on the top of my head. They were the size of 50 cent pieces. I think she started this when I was about three or four, and I hated it. Now, since neither of the examples we've given are getting in the way of our professional success, or our friendships, or our marriage, we're not likely to give up PPS or hating haircuts. But for anything that is holding you back, this is an opportunity to evaluate whether it belongs in your future or to who you really are. For instance, if you were raised to be humble and unassuming, and it's holding you back from being more assertive in your career goals, we encourage you to reconsider where the normal ideas of humility belong in your life. Well, Jim, please tell everybody your much better idea about true humility. True humility is not the suppression of your gifts. Quite the contrary. True humility is the full expression of your gifts as a way of honoring their source. Source with a capital S when you think of that as God, or the big you, or all that is, if you are hiding your gift, don't you think that source would be pretty annoying, saying something like, after all, I gave all this to you. Why are you hiding what I've given to you to use in the world? So now, at the time of this recording, we are in the time of Passover and Easter. So we encourage you to give yourself the gift of a much larger life, 
our personal MP3 and transcript workshop, Overcoming the Fear of Being Fabulous. Just go to overcomingthefearofbeingfabulous.com forward slash workshop and read about everything you'll be digging into so you can set yourself onto a much larger personal and professional path. You'll be glad that you did. And by the way, we have never had a single return with this program. That's how good it is. So do it now. And we look forward to being with you next week.